eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the Full 90s Soccer Time Podcast. Up your butt. Our weekly look into the Seattle Sounders FC. Maybe. Nerdy. Nope. Fan. Fan outrage. That's there. And an attempt to understand the world <laughs> since the soccer league's not around right now. Oh boy. The hottest soccer league, hopefully funded by foreign royalty. Hopefully somewhere between. Hopefully not at 100.4 degrees. Um, yeah. <laughs> Okay, we're off to a weird start. Hi, we're your host from Mornings on 107.7 The End. I'm Gregor. He's been in the locker room on the pitch and quarantined at home for 38 days. He's Brandon from the internet. Uh, hello from the future. The future. Um, welcome, welcome back. We really don't have a lot to speculate on, like about who the best player is or why you should give us five stars. Because really, I don't even, I don't even know if those stars translate into food at this point. Because that's yeah. all we're doing anything for at this point. Honestly, that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to cash as much um, iTunes reviews because that's going to be the new currency in the new world. <laughs> According to everything I've been doing for the last five years, indeed. Hey, uh, just so you know, we were somebody's third favorite podcast, so that's a loaf of bread, right? <laughs> They're like, only the end pieces. Okay, okay, I'll take it, I'll take it. I'll take it. And it's not hot. <laughs> and it, but it's also not garbage. It's, I found it out of the hot garbage. <laughs> so um, let's do some updates here. Brandon, do you still have a job? Um, yeah, I still have a job, thankfully. Uh, Despite the, the fact that we're of... podcasting at 930 in the morning on a Tuesday. <laughs> uh, the perks of working for who I work for and yeah. uh, doing what I do is I still have a job. Um, I've been in quarantine for like two weeks longer than everybody else because uh, – I got back from Thailand and uh, just out of precaution, stayed home from work for a week and then stayed home from work for another week. And in that second week, everybody got sent home. Um, like my, my office was like kind of ahead of the curve as far as closing down. And so um, they, even the people that I work with have been out of the office for longer than most people have been yeah. um, like relegated to their home offices or worse, uh, unfortunately. So uh yeah, it's it's actually you know now I've got a few I've got a few thoughts, Greg. Yeah, let let me have them. The now I'm starting to feel more comfortable uh, at home. Fortunately, I feel very like uh, privileged to be able to work from home and not to have to worry about my job. And uh, you know, my wife is a hairstylist, and and she 
uh, a, a, along with most, uh, I don't, I don't, you wouldn't call that gig economy, but like service, uh, service economy workers are either losing their jobs or unable to work to, you know, your tattoo parlors, your hairstylists, your yeah. nails and eyelashes and eyebrows and, um, you the know, the entire rub hospitality industry. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it sucks for that, but, uh, you know, we're really privileged to be where we're at and I recognize that, but, um, I, it's, it's nice cause I'm starting to feel like five weeks in at this point, I'm, I'm feeling actually like. I don't know if I want to go back into the office because I have to wear pants there. <laughs> Are you not don't wearing worry, pants? I'm, I'm, I'm wearing pants right now. Yeah, I'll okay, we're on video, so it's uh, <laughs> if you're not, it's going to be pretty weird. <laughs> pants, but can't guarantee underwear. That's crazy. So I'm also in a position where my job allows me to telecommute. Like I, when I when we had our kid, the first like month, I was just recording my show from home. Um, and sending it in so that way I could be sort of live. And that's how it is now, too. I'm like a couple minutes delayed. But here I am. Um, I'm able to send things over to... Are you playing with a fidget spinner? <laughs> Listen, no matter how much you play with yesterday's technology, you're not going to escape the COVID-19. That is some COVID-18 bullshit right there, Brandon. <laughs> uh, anyway, so you were saying... Yeah, I, I have the technology to be able to do my job from home, and my boss was like, we all share equipment that traps germs. Like, the very yeah. thing you're supposed to avoid is spittle coming out of your mouth and onto things. Like, you're supposed to mask up now, even though they keep changing their minds on that. And That's the thing they don't tell you about the radio industry, is the spittle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but for real, we're all sharing a microphone with like a, like a foamy mic condom on the end of it, and like, that thing touches my beardy face, and then immediately into Alyssa's mouth. So it's like... I hate, I hate, I hate the the foamy Mike condom because <laughs> it just sounds like a guy named Foamy Mike. <laughs> hey, I'm Foamy Mike. Put this in hey, your I'm mouth. Foamy Mike. <laughs> sounds like a bad The Office character that Michael Scott would do. <laughs> the Prison Mike and Foamy Mike. <laughs> the Dementos. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyway, we've been at working from home for a long time. Plus, my wife got sick, and then. It was like, well, she's sick, so I can't go in if she's sick. Because, again, we all suck the same microphone. So um, I stayed home, and she got she went to the doctor, and they were like, you don't have the actual COVID-19 symptoms, so we're not going to test you. And then two days later, I was like, yo, I don't feel good. So I went in, and I've been home for a long time, too. So this is kind of the new norm, and it is okay for those of us that have jobs, I suppose. If you don't, man, I don't know what the hell how you could find any silver lining other than listening to idiots talk about soccer. I have a, I, speaking of soccer, I have a question for you because I have an opinion about this, but I'd like to hear somebody else articulate it. Yeah, first. sure. Um, do you miss sports? Oh, a hundred percent. Here's what I miss is that I miss stepping outside of my problems and watching an unscripted thing unfold before me. It's, what we do instead of war or whatever, or to get our aggressions out. And like, you like root for, instead of America, you root for Liverpool or whatever and watch them play a, a game. And then when it's over, it's over and you can feel better about it. I miss that competition. I miss formula one so much. Um, the season was supposed to be well underway now. And like the prem is supposed to be wrapping up. Liverpool are supposed to be crowned champions this weekend or whatever. I don't know yeah. if that's exactly right, but like I, yeah, I miss sports a ton and I find myself not having the time or interest in watching any of the other stuff that's out there. How about you? Yeah, I, I, I watch, uh, I, I, I can't find myself finding interest in watching 
um, anything like that are even replays or yeah. alternative to sports like esports or anything like that because um, I want the real thing. But that said, I've been I've been feeling lately that I don't actually miss sports that much. And the reason is, and this could just be me um, feeling like insecure and having a lot of FOMO, is that now with no sports, and especially as we go into the season where all of the sports are happening, yeah. you know, like NFL's about to kick off, NBA, NHL, MLS, like all of those things would be going on right now. I, I get the ultimate like, oh my gosh, what, what you know, Premier League, like every Champions League would be getting into like the uh, the quarters right now. Like all of these things would be happening and I have the hardest time and it's almost exhausting trying to keep up, especially when I try to stay informed. So I have stuff to talk about on this podcast. <laughs> uh, so it's it is uh, it is it is weird. I miss the sound. I miss watching the sounders because hey, something's, like go- something's going on. We got, we got your mic got all floppy. Oh. Yeah, it's better now. Okay. Yeah, um, but you I, miss the sports. I I miss yeah I miss the Sounders. I miss watching the Sounders. I miss Seattle sports because that's like a, that's like I love the Seattle community coming yeah. around a team. That's so, like my favorite thing about the Sounders. Let me pivot then. Um, this is a question I've been bouncing around in my head. My friend told me I was crazy for even considering it, but right now, I think that the the thing about sports being so overwhelming is our constant contact to it, mm-hmm. and nothing feels like fan service more than watching awkward soccer players hopping on zoom with fans and being like i i don't communicate professionally i don't this is weird and the fans like oh my god i don't know how to talk to someone i like Uh." and so you know you watch that maybe you saw john krasinski uh, set up the performance for that little girl whose trip to hamilton got canceled and he gets the entire hamilton original cast on a zoom call and they all perform their parts, and it's wow, that's super fun and everything. But even then, that girl like does a pretty good job of being like, "So, do you love Hamilton?" Yeah, yeah I do. And then it's like that's the that's the entirety of it. So you're watching fans who are like, "Holy crap, I have connection with a guy who I love because of his ability to play a sport." But like now, it's just weird, and it feels like we're running out of ideas yeah. when that stuff starts happening. And so I'm. That's the part where like we're so in touch and sports constantly inundate us with more information. You got to listen to to this podcast and that podcast and the full ninety soccer time podcast. You got to listen to all this stuff so you're up to speed. And I'm just going to consume everything Sounders all the time. Where it used to be that you had like a sports page, a radio station, and then the actual event itself, and that was it. So you had like specialists, not dummies like us that could say whatever we want. We had like specialists that were around it a lot. So there's something about like the 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 distance that that um, or like the lack of access that kind of creates that magic. I remember watching sports as a kid yeah. where like you would go wait outside the kingdom uh, after a game where the uh, the team bus and the players would walk out. And um, you would just stand there hoping to just like see Ken Griffey Jr. And now all you have to do is like spend a bunch of money at the fan shop and they'll put you on the field to go get your shirt signed by Jordan Morris or whoever the hell you want. Um, Which, don't get me wrong, is amazing. Like that is an incredible uh, experience for those fans and for for anybody who gets to interact with a professional sports player in that capacity. But you're right, like in this in this coronavirus world where it's like, here, you can now have a full 
blown conversation with uh, your favorite player to learn that he's like a massive racist. Not that that's happened <laughs> as far as I know, but you know, things inevitably come out when you're in conversation with people. Boy, this is an awkward pivot. Um, <laughs> which player was it that Brandon talked to via Zoom that is a racist? Find out <laughs> on the next all all new full ninety soccer time podcast. Now, okay, so my question that I pondered to my friend that he thought I was ridiculous: Which do you think people generally would rather? Um, would rather have to deal with which would wipe people out like psychologically which would wipe people people out mo- most this virus the COVID-19 coronavirus or like a computer virus that killed all of our technology Ooh. now I'm not That's... saying like your car doesn't drive anymore I'm just saying that we can't get on Twitter sure yeah I think um, I'm still gonna say the coronavirus <clears throat> I think that the 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 computer virus would be like pretty devastating I well if you think about like all of the infrastructure things that are based on the internet and based on um, systems that rely on each other. Hold and, on, and- hold on. Though. My, my point is not one that would be like, and you forget that the nuclear bombs wouldn't work or that people on ventilators would die. Like this is yeah. like a, this is a superpower question. Like we don't ever think about how if you could fly, like Superman flies Lois Lane up into the clouds and she doesn't stop breathing. Like yeah. it's just like, she's just like grandfathered into his ability. So like, sure. You know, roll back technology to 1986 right yeah i i'm gonna say that uh and and the reason i'll tell you why like i i still say the coronavirus and that's because like the computer virus everybody is that is online and using social media which is such a thing that um if you took away from people they would figure it out they would i mean we lived for centuries and and decades with the internet even without um uh without that and we were fine yep the uh, the thing that makes me like so sure of it being the coronavirus or something like a global pandemic was when I started hearing about the possibility of turning a New York park into a mass grave. Ugh. Like that, that like for your smartphone. Me. Yeah. <laughs> this like I don't know. It's um, I mean we're we're healthy. You were sick. You got sick. Uh, I've not, had allergies I, for forty five weeks, so it's no big deal. <laughs> Um, the, but like my wife and I are healthy. Everybody that we know and love are healthy. Uh, we don't really, you know, know anybody that's gotten sick yet. So it's really easy to, to try to consider it being the computer virus. But when you start to hear about the way that it's like devastating, uh, the world's like poorest and most vulnerable people, listen, you're like, there's no way. Like, l- listen, I'm like, yes, ultimately family and friends dying is awful. And it's more awful than me watching YouTube videos at the bus stop or whatever. I like, I get that. But I just think that in our culture, we've become so dependent on having to have our technology around. We would adapt very quickly. I know that yeah. we would. But I think the idea, if I if I said you're going to get um, the worst head cold of your life or you can't go on the on any technology for three months, which would you choose? And I think a lot of people would have a hard time with that. Mm, if you said you're yeah, gonna but, die, or yeah, like obviously yeah. that wouldn't be as. Hard. I think that's a. Be- I think that's a better like. Uh, that's a better equivalency of like you're going to get really sick, but you'll be fine. Like it's a temporary sickness, or yeah, uh, you can't use you know Twitter for three months. And I actually, I think I'd enjoy the break from Twitter. So hundred percent. That. Well, that's just it. Is that like. I wish there was an any people would be like, well, just stop. Um, right. I wish there was a way that we could stop having like until I become a garbage truck driver like I really want to. Even that relies on tech on like connectivity. But until I could do that job, I ha like in order to do my career I have to be online. I can't just exist in a void without it. I'd love to, but Well, I think that's why I, I uh 
to to bring it back, I don't think I miss sports for that reason. I think that like um, sports is probably one of the only things that uh, that make that draws me to Twitter so I can keep up with what's going on with yeah. the supporter culture for the Sounders and what's going on with the team itself. And and like the back the behind the scenes content of like new who TikToks. like I'm, <laughs> I'm you know, I need all of that if I want to stay relevant. Uh, but like the um, the news and like the the vitriol and, you know, there's just so many people that you would never know what they thought and you would like them so much more yeah. if you didn't see them say it on the Internet. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think I could do without that. There's something about the artist versus the art and yeah. that it makes it a lot easier to realize what a piece of shit most people are um, and that despite the great thing that they contribute that they also bring something awful to the table or that your own opinion is awful also and that like get off your you know get off your steed king high and mighty like come on get out of here um yeah it's just it's a really it's a really bizarre time without sports and without an outlet like that but also like the expectation that we're not supposed to go anywhere and that we're just like walking around outside and like waving at neighbors and stuff I think that's pretty rad. The uh, okay, so we we both uh, so we both are missing sports to an extent. We at least are both missing the Sounders. Mm-hmm. Um, we both do not like yeah. the uh, the replacements. Uh, the replacements that have been well, yeah, Keanu yeah. Reeves. Keanu Reeves playing soccer in place. <laughs> Jordan Morris is replaced by fifty-five-year-old Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Uh, playing quarterback for some reason. Um, that was a great the, uh, movie, man. He lived on a houseboat. Yeah, that's good. What's his face? Uh, what's his face playing the English kicker? That uh, the the guy that plays the Vision and the Avengers and and yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, that guy's that guy's cool. Um, <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> uh, and what media are you like? What are you What are you replacing sports with? What are you replacing um, the time that you would spend consuming uh, you know professional sports content? What are you doing instead? Because I am uh, struggling. <laughs> oh, are you okay? This is a really interesting thing for me to watch, as everyone is like, um, everyone is unsure. Like they're complaining about being bored. I guess is the right um, thing. And I'm like, I have a two year old. There's <laughs> and he can't go to daycare right now. So like, there is no shortage of busyness in my house. There's constantly a person who's pissed at me and it's either my wife or my kid. There's like no like one of them is always mad at me because attention's not being paid correctly. And then you know you have the working from home like the blurred lines there like right now I'm doing a podcast about nothing to make sure that the podcast stays alive so that way my boss is happy and our listeners are happy and that I have some sort of satisfaction. But also my wife is downstairs like corralling a two-year-old by herself while I'm just up here making dick jokes. So, like, I don't understand how people are running out of things to do. It is a luxury to be bored. And if that's the case, then pick up your goddamn mandolin and start boot stomping, bro. (laughs) No, I've been, um, like, I I guess uh, I I started a a new TV show. I'm watching Schitt's Creek. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is awesome and hilarious. Uh, it's the first time I've found a sitcom that my uh, my wife enjoys. So oh, she doesn't uh, like sitcoms. Nah, she she doesn't. Um, it's it's been difficult to find uh, shows to be able to watch together. Reese Iffens is the guy's oh. name. Oh, is that really R H Y S? Is that how you say it? Huh. Is that the same? Maybe that's not the same guy then. He's Nigel Gruff. 
the kicker, a Welsh footballer and pub owner nicknamed The Leg because he can kick a football the entire length of the playing field. Yeah, Reese Griffin? Iffins, I-F-A-N-S. Reese Iffins, okay. Oh, that is not the guy I was thinking of. Cool. Yeah. Vision, um, oh, Vision is the Paul Bettencourt, right? Yeah, Bettany. Bettany. Yeah, yeah, Bettencourt. What's who's that? Oh, Pet, Paul Bettany. He he's I I, get, I understand where I combine these things. I remember one day I was at home watching Wimbledon. <laughs> he's part of that. <laughs> not the not the tournament, but the movie. Um, and this he's is, in that movie. This is like the the best quarantine content that I feel like. <laughs> this is what people come to us for. <laughs> Yeah, come on. <laughs> well, actually, two men lose their minds uh, trying to figure out what to talk about. Well, now, so my wife and I have different strategies. She wakes up like, so during the week, I'm waking up and feeding our goddamn cat that I want to throw out the window. He's such a piece of garbage. He's hot garbage. I'm not putting oh, him Oh, you said cat. I thought you said kid. So yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't want to throw my kid out. Thank you. He's he's hilarious. But um, yeah, so I get up and feed the cat, do my show prep, start my show. She gets up and then she watches like an hour or two of TV before the kid wakes up. And so she's getting all her shows in. And for me, I like don't have any shows. I realize that all of my entertainment is pretty much sports. And then we watch a half hour show before bed every night because it's the only time that we get where the two of us are on the same schedule. But, you know, we just watch a rerun of The Office. So right now, mm-hmm. we're tonight is the, as we're recording it, tonight is the season finale, or the series finale of Shit's Creek. And so we, yeah. like, got all caught up and here we are. Tonight we're going to watch it. And it's there's that. But then other than that, she's like, she's like going branching out into other shows because she's out of content so she's like well this guy was good in this so i'm gonna watch it and like we started watching breeders which is about um what's the guy's name uh he oh okay stop think 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 he was in fargo and martin freeman is his name oh yeah Uh, he's uh frodo yeah yeah. bilbo bilbo Bilbo. yeah and so martin freeman's and it's about Two people having kids and hating their lives, and I'm like, jackpot! Let's watch this. <laughs> this will make us feel good about ourselves. It, it does not. Instead, it just makes me realize how much of an anger issue I have. Anyway, um, yeah, but th- that's it, man. And so she's watching. She's out of material to watch, and I somehow don't have any time, even though I'm not watching anything. It's very strange. Uh, well, your kid just watches F1 replays of the same race over and over, so I feel like you should just throw that on for her. So, okay, here's another thing. Um, so, shout-outs to Charles Leclerc, who won the virtual Australian Grand Prix on Saturday. ESPN had it playing. And I watched for about four minutes. Like, I turned it on, I was like, holy crap, it is amazing how good this looks in terms of, like, this could pass as if you just walk by and you're like, well, I thought racing was canceled. Just kept going. But then you start to watch and the physics are just a little different. The camera work, whatever. But you see that. I'm like, wow, that's great. And after about like four or five minutes, I was like, yeah, well, time to go do something else because it's not actual humans doing that. And then there was this NASCAR story today about a driver who got taken out mid race and he's, there's a camera on him in his rig and he goes, you know, damn it, Clint Boyer, or whatever, and Bubba Wallace yeah. is like, that's it, peace out, I'm out, and he like, just wa- he, rage quits? Yeah, he literally rage quits. <laughs> well, one of his sponsors, like, this race was on Fox, and one of his sponsors was like, we don't pay for quitters, and they withdrew their advertising. Now, I call BS on that, because they withdrew their advertising because no one has any money right now okay let's not pretend like that's what it was they're just trying to look indignant yeah but like what they ended up getting was way more coverage of something that no one cares about now it's fun to watch people i racing and then you can see them in their rigs and they're talking trash and 
one of the Bush brothers is doing commentary while he's driving. It's like ridiculous. But also, there's no actual stakes to it. Like, I'm not... They're still just having fun and getting mad and calling each other assholes and stuff like that. There's no... Yeah. And so, like, it's fun for 10, 15 minutes, but then I'm like, oh, I don't actually care at this point because this is, like... There's no actual stakes to it. No one's going to yeah. win a $10 million contract or something like that. Yeah. Now, con- uh, conversely, um, I've been to the International, the Dota 2 tournament that happens at uh, at Key Arena. Usually, they're, they've moved it around. But this is a huge, like, five people per team um, battle between people. Uh, I, I don't know how you describe it. It's a giant game yeah. that people play on a map. Um, yeah. And there's, like... The purse one year had $23 million all in-game raised by people making buying armor and stuff like that. And yeah, all yeah, this yeah. pot. And so, yeah, these teams come over from other countries and stuff to compete, and there's, like, real money on the line, and it's serious, and it, the competition feels real. All this other stuff feels propped yeah. up. Or, like, Sounders Twitter has me real annoyed when I wake up in the morning after one of these replays that they do, and people are, like, pretending like it's... Uh, happening. Good, yeah, good, good for you having fun. I appreciate that. But right. also, like, all right... And, and that's what I'm saying. That's why that's like the whole I don't that doesn't do it. Like I, as much as I love to go back and watch the Sounders winning the like since we last recorded, the Sounders have won the MLS Cup, the Supporter Shield and the MLS Cup again. So <laughs> uh, great. But uh, it doesn't do the It doesn't do it for me. I can't sit there and like live tweet a match yeah. uh, that already happened. So uh, one of my buddies hit me up and he was like, you should get if, if you're still doing soccer commentary, you should get local celebrities from get the team to stream a game and get local celebrities to hop on via Zoom and just do their own commentary and interview people while the game is going on just to talk nonsense while it's playing in the background. And I'm like, that's a cool idea if we can get a feed without commentary over it. Because if Ross Fletcher's talking... The Sounders have been doing that, I'm pretty sure. Like, they've had Brad uh, Evans and, and Zach Wani and uh, Schmetzer on Zoom all talking about the game as it's happening. Which is and cool. And they're like, No, th- th- that's not the great. point, though. It's like, get people, like, the guy that works at the meat shop or whatever. Get, like... Oh, yeah. You know, get, like, the, the characters from around town uh, to, like, talk yeah. about it. Like, w- from a fan's perspective with a host-type person that can understand how to keep it moving along and bring like, get, people get in. Get two guys from a rare station to commentate the usl sound team <laughs> in stadium <laughs> man that was that's a both a high and low light of my life brandon i um I, I, I went i was like looking for a different photo way back on facebook uh yesterday or the day before yeah. and uh i found that um that little thing that we did where uh with sam garza and juliana franco oh man uh, well, Starfire uh, you before put we the worked. ball and I go running in the background. I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's just as funny now as it was then. Damn it! Can you post that uh, on our uh, on our on our Twitter? Absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a that's a real gem. I've been talking to um uh, to another dummy, John Manley. Anyone that's coming to this show that knows about my former podcast, Our Dumb Podcast. Man, we're really in talks about trying to figure out how to make that thing happen again because right now is when people need stupid content more than ever. <laughs> i.e. this last 40 minutes we've been talking but like i want to do it like i want to i want to be able to just have these nonsense conversations all the time like i want to bring other people in on this we really should get a zoom call together where we get uh we should get uh, ari or something like that to hop on and talk to us or your friend or my, that won my the f- double dutch champion friend uh former roommate <laughs> yeah he won the the state jump roping championship for fourth grade yeah is that it 
Yeah, let's get yeah. him on just to like give some commentary because people need stupid content and like I especially feel for people that are still going into work right now that like listen to podcasts and are hoping for content to listen to that because it's um because it's I I haven't been listening to my podcast because I'm not commuting at all. Yeah, and so people that are man, good God. Uh, you shaved your beard during quarantine. Oh, uh, it's growing so... back, and I'm thankful. <laughs> How dare you? You go, <laughs> you go straight to hell. You die. Um, yeah, I um, I shaved my beard for a quarantine beard that I'm growing, and it is finally back two weeks. And I don't grow facial hair very fast, but it was. I can't remember a time that I felt as bad about myself as when I shaved my beard off two weeks ago, Brandon. It was um terrifying that was it was the i i like came across uh i came across your instagram story or something and when i saw it i was like oh what app filter is this that greg is using (laughs) because it looks it looks just good enough just bad enough to be good yeah it's for real (laughs) so quarantine beard is growing in um because you know everyone was talking about you don't need the face masks and now you do again and now i don't know what to do because it might actually it might actually get in the way of staying healthy. I guess if I just stay in my house, it's no big deal. But um, you're growing a germ collector. Yeah, man, I've been rubbing it on my wife's face too, and just when she sleeps, so she doesn't know. I'm like, <laughs> how about you? How come you don't have a haircut right now? Like you should yeah, be. Yeah, I don't really have an excuse. I like live with a. Uh, obviously, nobody can get their haircut, like I was saying, because all hairstylists are out of the job right now. Yeah, it's illegal for them um, to cut hair right now. Yeah, but I live with one, uh, and they uh, and she she has offered to do it because she hates my hair. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to grow it out. So uh, well, I'm I, you're doing your quarantine, and I'm doing my quarantine uh, man bun. Well, I'm I'm not going for the man bun, but I also am growing out my hair because I saw an awesome picture of Kurt Cobain one day, and I was like, even though I'm much older than he was. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're about to hit the era of having long hair again. That's about to happen. And I want to mm-hmm. be out on the foreground of that, at least for a little while. Uh, I keep trying over and over, but now's the perfect excuse because I don't have anyone to cut it. But you should be king of the haircuts. You should have, like, the flyest haircut while everyone else looks like garbage. Like, King Brandon will be called Corona Brandon, the king of the haircuts. <laughs> Your currency will be like, well, I still managed to look great when all you other peasants couldn't. This is this is actually crazy uh, and and somewhat unrelated it, or somewhat related is that um, so in 2008 during the uh, during the recession um, that's where you've probably heard of the style balayage uh, that's like kind of like a dark hair fades into blonde hair yeah that is because people couldn't <laughs> afford to get their hair done yeah that was where that style became popular because it was just like i don't want like you can't do a full um an all over color uh or like a, a bleach or anything like that and so people would just do like partial they just do what they could to make it look bright enough but yeah. without looking like kind of crappy and grown out yeah and that's where that became so i'm i'm curious about like the art and like the hairstyles and the clothing styles like pajamas or not wearing pants just porky pig in it uh out there like that is going to be the I'm curious, like, what are those styles that are going to come out of the coronavirus quarantine? Well, I saw, you know, a video with Billie Eilish the other day. She and her brother were sitting at a piano, just an upright, and she had puppies in her lap, and they were playing. But she was definitely wearing a bandana because that girl gets her hair did once a week to fill in that color. Yeah. And, like, unless you had the stuff or break the rules, like, you're going to, like, she, 
lives in that kind of like opposite balayage world. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like so bleached out in the roots only. And now it's like, now she's got like stripes. Wow. I, I bet you she looks cool. People should start doing that. Bleach that yeah. lower stuff now and then have stripes. You're going to be the coolest in like a few months. Oh, man. That's we, the style of the future. We are really trendsetting right now. Yeah. So like people have to go long hair at this point, right? Because we're not getting haircuts. Oh, Brad Evans is so stupid for cutting his hair. What an idiot. I'm joking. <laughs> he's the coolest. But um, happy coming up birthday there, Brad. But uh, And Brandon. And that other and lady. Stephen. <laughs> and Stefan. And Stefan Fry. And Sarah from the internet. Um, but. Yeah. Yeah, he like had that beautiful long hair, and just when long hair is about to become the thing that's in style because no one can get a freaking haircut for six months, you blew it! Oh, wow. Do you think the Sounders wouldn't have hired him if he didn't cut his hair? Uh, I that's that's what I was worried. That's the reason I was growing my hair out before uh, when I used to work at the yeah. the radio station. Yeah, and um. I cut it when I was interviewing for uh, the job that I have now yeah. because I didn't think I would get that job. Now, I think br- they might have already known Brad, um, but I think he was trying to leave his uh, Airstream ways behind. Smart, yeah. By that, cutting that, that hair. That's what he indicated to me, too. It was just like, hey, man, I just want to get a job. That's what I'm looking for. Like, uh, And he wants to be a television commentator and like... You know, while we all know him, maybe ESPN doesn't, so or Fox Sports or whoever he was talking to. I don't know who it was. All right, what else do we got here? Uh, I would like to take a look at... Um, yeah, there's something we need to talk about as we're talking about hair styles and, um, uh, and all of these like new styles that are going to come out. If you haven't seen... Nico Ladero on uh, Twitter or Instagram. Yeah. Um, this guy, this guy grows a handlebar must like the the grow like a Brandon from the internet style handlebar mustache. Uh, and when like he does it, everybody's like, everybody's like, ooh, Nico. <laughs> but when I do it, everybody's like, ugh. <laughs> I'm looking it, at his Instagram. It, I don't see it. Let me. I'll, I'll find it and send it to you because it is uh, something for sure. <laughs> so i just sent it to you yeah i mean he's got a uh, handlebar mustache and looks like he is ridiculous it looks like it was like drawn on with a whiteboard marker like it was drawn on and then they tried to erase it but it wouldn't come off and they're like ah oh, crap i used the permanent not the dry erase <laughs> yeah exactly uh i think he looks like it makes him look like the guy in Tucson when I lived there that worked at the like a uh, power tool store, like where you go to like get a uh, outdoor, like it's not like, yeah. a, it's like a Home Depot or Lowe's, but like the local one, he looks like the guy you, like, that would like sell you a weed like whacker. A or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah. He like definitely drives like a white GMC pickup truck. <laughs> yeah. Probably has cowboy boots on. Yeah. That's what he looks Absolutely. like. Right the, the big pointy one. Maybe. <laughs> the big dildo boots. <laughs> That was the sequel to Kinky Boots. <laughs> dildo Boots. <laughs> dildo Boots. <laughs> Good old Dildo Boots Ladero. Uh, so, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that brings us to the end of the podcast where we cover what we went over today. In case you're just tuning back in too long, didn't listen. It's the TLDL. Brandon. Oh, I should start. Uh, TLDL. Brandon is so COVID-18 <laughs> with his fidget spinner. <laughs> 
Womp womp. Oh, I got. I still have it. This is what happens when you like clean out your house to uh, make room to exercise because you have nothing better to do. Is you, your fidget spinner? You're such a liar. You've been riding your yeah. bike outside like 50 hours a day, like an impossible that, that, amount. I'm also doing that. <laughs> um, T- TLDL, uh, foamy Mike condom. Hey, I'm foamy Mike condom. <laughs> I hate Dementors. <laughs> TLDL Corona Brandon infects you with a conquistador mustache. <laughs> Not me, damn it. It's TLDL Nico Lodildo Boots. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Your man of the match. Rubbish. Rubbish. Rubbish.